every time you people please, you're choosing somebody else before you. And so what happens is that you start to build up some sort of resentment and you start to stack up that resentment against yourself. And then one day you stop being the nice guy or the nice woman and you suddenly explode. Welcome to episode number two of the Limitless Podcast. Today we're going to speak about people-pleasing, the truth of people-pleasing. This is a topic that I'm freaking fired up to just blast open and tell you guys a little bit more about why people-pleasing is such a detrimental pattern that we have to stop as a society, something that is affecting so much of our self-worth, our self-esteem, it goes down to the floor every single time we people-please. And the truth about people-pleasing is that you deserve better. You deserve better than people-pleasing. Because every time you people-please, you're choosing somebody else before you. You're choosing somebody else's well-being emotional and mental well-being over your own. And so what happens is that you start to build up some sort of resentment and you start to stack up that resentment against yourself. And then one day you stop being the nice guy or the nice woman and you suddenly explode because you're going to take it any longer. So I don't want you to reach that point because I've had that happen many many times where because of my own insecurities, my own beliefs about feeling that I'm going to be rejected or feeling like I'm inferior or not good enough to other people, I was always showing just how nice and how amazing and how positive I was. But on a deeper level, that was only a mask that I was using to not rock the boat, to not create conflict. I'm sure you can relate to this of not wanting to create conflict, always being kind of the shy kid or the shy girl in the back of the room. And even if somebody tells you something, you kind of stay quiet, right? You know what I'm speaking about. And something that I've learned along my own journey and something that I want to share with you is you are not here to please the personality of other people. There's a distinction that we have to make between people's souls or whatever you believe in, their spirit, their divinity, and their own personalities, their mind, their conditioning. The first step towards releasing and healing from people-pleasing is realizing that 99% of the people that you see out there still have very deep-seated conditioning and they have their own wounds, they have their own blocks. So we take on the responsibility when we're people-pleasing and we believe that we are responsible of how other people react, especially our parents when we're growing up or our partners, our intimate relationships. It's almost like we have to play this role of always keeping things at peace and making sure that nobody reacts and nobody gets angry because that created a lot of pain when you were growing up. And I can relate to that from personal experience. It was almost like you were in this hyper-vigilant mode, making sure that 
you don't express yourself fully or you don't express the needs that you have because you might actually make your parents angry and that means death, that equals death. And so you suppress, you repress those emotions and then you grow up believing that you needed to continually please others and making sure everything is is peaceful and calm. But what's happening on the inside when you are allowing yourself to please other people? Something really interesting is that you're sending a message to yourself that says, I am not good enough or I don't feel good enough to put myself first. I'm afraid to create this confrontation. I'm afraid to have this conversation. So people pleasing is obviously the easy way to do it. It's the easiest pathway to not create reactions, to not make other people angry. And you might think of yourself that you're doing a great service and you might even think very highly of that. But I want to tell you that you're doing yourself a big disservice whenever you're people pleasing others because people treat you the way that you teach them how to treat you. You have to stand up for yourself with your husband, with your wife, with your partner, with your your colleagues at work. If you feel that you deserve more respect than what you're getting, don't look outside for the problem. It's within you. It's because you still haven't rose up to the occasion and you haven't created this courage that is needed to start telling people that it's not okay for them to treat you this way. And I know it's easier said than done. I've been in this position many, many times. But I want you to think that every time you stand up for yourself, even if it's just a tiny event, you're building up that muscle, you're practicing, you're building up your courage, your confidence, and you keep growing and evolving. And gradually you're building this snowball effect that is going to take you to a point where you can feel so much more confident about yourself, so much more safe and secure about expressing your truth, expressing what you need. And it's okay to do that. It's it's something that you have to practice to realize that it's safe to express your needs and stop pleasing other people. And I want to take you back a few years and to share with you a story of how bad people-pleasing can get and how it took me to a really low bottom in my life. And I realized that I couldn't continue with this tendency of just being nice, quote-unquote, and then hiding my true self because it took a lot of energy. I'm sure you can relate to this. It takes a lot of energy to be putting up this mask of being nice and positive and being the perfect wife or the perfect husband and not rocking anybody's boat. So I remember when I was in my first relationship that lasted for about five years, I was always the, I always grew up believing my my mom instilled in me that I always needed to be nice and kind of put myself second. Maybe you relate to this. My parents always said it was selfish to put myself first. And so I grew up believing that my needs were not as important as the need of other people. So what happened in my first intimate relationship is that that actually mirrored into that relationship. So I was always in a way predicting or controlling or trying to 
make sure that my partner didn't get annoyed or she didn't get angry or she didn't scream or she didn't shout because that's what I was used to in my own childhood. So I was always very nice, very pleasing. I was always doing things for her and doing them over and over and over again. But you know what I realized is that I completely lost myself in it. I completely lost my own masculinity, my own energy. And I lost who JP was. And that really hit me deep because I got caught up so much in that idea that I needed to be nice and I needed to be responsible for how other people react emotionally. That's the key that I've learned. Because I believe that it took me a year more of a toxic relationship of being in this negativity, in this cloud of constant fighting and shouting and being angry at each other and really creating so much resistance in our relationship. And I waited and waited and waited and, and, and I prolonged this relationship for too long. It took me over a year and a half to finally have the courage, because I didn't have it, to say, you know what? The right thing to do is for us to not be in this relationship anymore. We're hurting ourselves too much. And I didn't do it because I, I, I was too concerned of how she might react, of how she might feel inside after. And I know that is important, but if you've had this happen to you where maybe you're in a difficult relationship or you have a difficult business partner and you know that you need to move forward, but you haven't because you're afraid of how that people might react or you're afraid to hurt their feelings, which is normal, something completely normal as a human being, I want you to know that it's going to come to a time and place where you're going to have to have that courage and do it because it's not serving you. It's not serving the other person that you keep being concerned so much about them and then you neglect yourself completely. This happens so much. I believe it's the most common negative pattern or toxic pattern out there is people pleasing. We need to stop this madness. And if you're listening to this, I would love for you to know that you have the courage within your heart, within your being, below those masks or the mind that talks so much behind that confusion you have the courage to show up as your true authentic self you have the courage to stand up for yourself you know why because you are so worthy and deserving and you deserve this you deserve better that's how we started the episode you deserve better than pleasing other people and you'll realize this in your own life, you'll kind of take this conversation and you'll actually, in a way, connect it to your life. And you'll say, in my relationships, in my business, in my career, in my work, is this actually happening? And is this something that I need to become aware of so that I can cut those cords, so that I can stop disrespecting myself? Because every time you people please, you're disrespecting yourself. And when you disrespect yourself, what does that say 
about you? What does that make you believe about yourself? Imagine that you're somebody else and you have this person in front of you that every time the people please, what do you think that's happening internally to their brain, their beliefs, their core values about life? Do you think that person is going to be able to go and achieve their wildest dreams? Do you think they're going to be able to build the business or their dreams or travel around the world or have a partner that they deserve, that they respect each other and they have the most intimate relationship? The issue here is that people-pleasing is destroying your dreams. People-pleasing is destroying your relationships. And it's because you're grasping too much to that fear of the unknown, that fear of perhaps being alone. But it's better to be alone, looking for new solutions, working on yourself internally, achieving more personal growth, more healing, than to be with someone who is not meant for you, who is just there to remind you of a familiar environment that you're reliving from your childhood. This is how deep the trauma bonds go. We literally attract the exact relationships that we experience in our childhood. And until we stop and we have this realization and we take charge and responsibility and we do the deep inner work, it's almost like that pattern is going to keep repeating and repeating and repeating. So I want you to know that Every time you choose yourself first and you do not people please, you're honoring yourself, you're respecting yourself, you're growing your self-esteem, you're growing your confidence about yourself, your trust about yourself. Every day gets better if you do an act where you're not people pleasing, but instead you're empowering yourself, you're taking care of meeting your own needs. Nobody else in the world can meet your own needs except you. You're the only one who has this power. And one of the most important needs that you need to fulfill within yourself is that source of unconditional self-love and self-acceptance. Because when you people please, what you're really looking for is validation, it's acceptance, and it's a source of love. So I want you to look at your life and see if we can put a mirror and see how you can start giving yourself that which you want externally. How can you give yourself this unconditional source of self-love, of self-acceptance and validation? And I have an amazing exercise for you that you can do every single day. And a little warning, this is going to make you cry. Okay, this is going to allow you to connect with yourself in perhaps ways that you've never experienced. So this is your exercise for this week. As we start wrapping things up, you can go to your mirror. You're going to look either to your right eye or to your left. And you're going to repeat 10 times, I love you. Just repeat that and look at yourself in the eyes in the mirror and see what happens. This is very simple, but I don't want you to overestimate it. This is one of the most profound things that you can do. Maybe you're afraid, maybe it feels uncomfortable. Maybe you feel resistance, but you know what? You can break through that resistance. You have a core that is so powerful 
that perhaps you're starting to discover. Slowly but surely, you're evolving, you're growing, and you're becoming better and better every day in every way. This is one of the topics that we need to start to speak about more in social media. So if you found this helpful, please share this with a loved one. Please share this with someone who needs it. And I'm going to wrap up speaking a little bit more about the root cause of people pleasing. So there's two levels on anything that we feel on a psychological basis. For people pleasing, people pleasing is actually an effect. It's not really the cause. So this is very similar to symptoms and the root cause of a disease. People pleasing is a symptom. It's not the root cause of the disease. So I want to give you some clarity of perhaps what are some of the programs, what are some of the beliefs that are inside of you that are creating these people-pleasing patterns. And I've, I've had this for the majority of my life and I deeply relate to them. I'm going to give you the top three limiting beliefs that are operating on an unconscious level that perhaps are at the root cause of these people-pleasing patterns that you're experiencing. The number one is a limiting belief that says my needs are unimportant. My needs are unimportant. Imagine how you will behave, how will you act, feel, and think when you have a belief that literally says, my needs are unimportant. That's what we were taught when we were growing up, the majority of us, right? And so when you have this belief, you cannot express, you cannot really stand up for yourself. You cannot really say that your needs are important and you're always looking after other people and taking care of the needs of other people, but never your own. So it's good to start to go inside yourself. The second limiting belief is a belief of I will be rejected. When you have a belief that you will be rejected, it's very, very hard for you to express yourself towards somebody else, your colleagues and work and with your family, with your relationships. This one was one of my strongest limiting beliefs and I had it in a way stuck in my throat. I has I had this energy, these blockages, these traumas that were stuck in my throat and I couldn't clearly express myself the way that I'm speaking now. My body would start shaking almost. I would feel so insecure because of all of the childhood conditioning that I had and so I didn't even even dared to speak out what I was thinking, what my true self wanted to say, obviously in a respectful way, because I was too afraid of how the person in front of me was going to react. And that's so, so key because so many of us get stuck in that roadblock of thinking too much and caring too much about the other person, which is important, but first, it's us. First, we have to fill our own cup before we can serve other people and we can be the best version of ourselves to your kids, to your wife, to your husband, to your parents, to your community. You need to realize that you need to fill your own cup first. It's not selfish to do so. That's just an old conditioning that makes you feel guilty, but it's not true. Third limiting belief, I am unlovable. When you have a belief that you're unlovable, you will not attract and have 
healthy, conscious relationships. You don't believe that you're lovable. So you don't believe that your needs are important. You don't believe that you should stand up for yourself and have that healthy confrontation or that discussion or that conscious conversation, right? Maybe in even shows up at you not being in the right relationship. Maybe it's time to get out or maybe you've already known this, but the fear is strong and you haven't built up the courage. You have the courage already. It's something that you can start practicing daily. So I leave you with that exercise. That's an incredible way to build up courage. Look at yourself in the mirror. Eye gaze very, very deeply. Look into your soul and repeat, I love you 10 times. You can practice this every day and this is going to start to heal and transform you in a lot of different ways. Thank you for tuning in for this episode. I'm sending you all of my love and I will see you in the next episode.